With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get a little behind-the-scenes look with our buddy Squid Billy because you, you touched on it earlier, and we're going to get into it now. You talked about possibly, well, you talked about this being a great week, or it's a great week for Marcus Mariota to be coming off in NFC South Offensive Player of the Week honors, which he just got because we may have to open up the passing game a little bit more this week, because the Cincinnati Bengals defensive line is no joke. Obviously, they got uh, Trey Hendrickson uh, highlighted. They got brought him over from the New Orleans Saints a couple of years ago. Uh, he's going to try and get after Marcus Mariota. So take us behind the scenes a little bit here, Squid, and get into why it might be a good week for the Atlanta Falcons to open up this passing game a little bit more. Well, you have we, – we you kind of touched on it. I mean, they have Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd I can't even speak today. Uh, T. Higgins, <laughs> yep. Hayden Hurst, Joe Mixon, some uh, Samaji P. Ryan as well. All yep. guys that they like to use in the passing game. Yep. Um, especially Mixon and P. Ryan in, in, in the backfield. Those guys. Um, I mean, even last week Mixon had four catches for twenty three yards and a touchdown. So, so mm-hmm. against New Orleans down in um, that 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 trash dome that they have down there um, <laughs> called the Superdome. So these guys are are really they're an explosive offense, but they've yeah. got to pass for Tate. Lyle Collins has not been very good this year. Right. John Williams hasn't really played up to it. I mean, none, this offensive line has not played to what they should be. But one of the things that I was looking at in my research is a matchup that kind of it kind of just stood out to me is these are two of the best third down offenses in the NFL. Wow, two of the best in fact the Bengals are third in the nfl on third downs converting 47 percent of their third down opportunities into a first down wow. now the falcons have one of the worst third down defenses in the nfl and allowing 46 percent of third mm-hmm. downs to be converted into um first downs 
That being said, the Falcons have the fourth best third down offense in the NFL. <laughs> I, I almost a 45% clip, which is really um, good. Last week was a great example where they were really good on third down. Yes. Defense, Cincinnati, they actually have a pretty good third down defense, allowing only 10%. I mean, excuse me. Thirty. 10% is pretty historical. They're 10th in the league, allowing 30, right at 36% of the third down opportunities to be converted into a first down. Yeah. Um, this is the 10th best scoring defense in the league. And so, you know, they have some good things. But one thing I have looked at is this run defense for Cincinnati, not that good. Last week, you faced the very best run defense. Only, the Niners were only allowing 71 yards a game on the ground. You ran for 168. They, The Falcons are averaging around 168 yards a game on the ground. This defense is giving up somewhere around 121, 22 yards on the ground. So you still want to run the ball. But there sure. might be time, but you could get down enough where, and depending on where, when, if you do, and when, you mm-hmm. might have to run uh, to air it out. So yeah. that's going to be it. This is a this is a better pass defense than the R run defense. That being said, if you can do what you did last week and stay in third and shorts, yep. third and short situations, boom, you can you really can have an opportunity to air it out. I think Eli Apple is a <laughs> oh, he's, he's well noted for being a lot louder yeah. of a player than he is good. Maybe yeah. Drake London can, can exploit that. Maybe you line pits out wide and they try to cover him with Eli Apple and then they try to use uh, Chidobe uh, Awuzie mm-hmm. to line up against Drake and I like Drake in that situation. So yeah. So, look, you got some opportunities. Marcus mm-hmm. has got to continue to be accurate like he was last week. The offensive line has got to give you protection. And if not, because, look, Henderson and Hubbard are two guys that could come at. on Their, their oh, edge players yeah. have about 60 sacks combined. Actually, um, yeah, they have like 62 sacks combined mm. on their edges. So they mm. can get after it. But that being said – I think our pass rush can have a big day. I think we can look at it and, and see a similar situation that maybe we did uh, in week one against New Orleans. I look to see uh, Ebbie Cady, uh, Lorenzo Carter, Grady. Um, I think those guys can have a big day. So that's just a little bit of what we're seeing. They got weapons, and they got the best third-down offense in the league, or the third-best third-down offense in the league, and we have the fourth-best. That's a little sneak peek what we're going to see on on Sunday. And, you know, I'm kind of excited about it. I really yeah. feel – This is going to be I a know, fun game. Well, I've looked I've, – I've, I've done a lot – I've had a lot of conversation early in this week about this, this matchup, Dylan. Mm-hmm. And as scary as they can be on paper offensively, and they have some guys that can get after the quarterback. Yeah. I'm really excited for this game, especially how we played last week. I know they were injured. Yeah. So are we. You know, there's just a really good feeling in the air about this team right now. And it, oh, and it feels definitely. good to be a part of. Yes, yes. I mean, this team is playing well right now. And you can tell that they're really clicking on all cylinders. I mean, 
We even saw the offensive line and Arthur Smith drink a beer together. I mean, this team is is connected right now. They, You can tell the guys have bought into what Arthur Smith has been preaching. They are taking over the identity of Arthur Smith, which is tough, gritty, smash mouth, going to hit you in the mouth, don't care about what anybody else says. They're going to play their style of football. So just the, the the morale is good right now. You can tell the, the team, they all love each other. They're behind each other. And they're just playing really well right now. They're executing really well. And we saw a, in a dominant performance in a, in a win against the San Francisco 49ers on, uh, on Sunday. I do want to say this, though, about, you know, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon in that, in that Cincinnati Bengals offense. I will say this. And you touched on it. I'm glad you did. You talked about how the Atlanta Falcons were able to stay in third and short situations. I'm going to give credit to you, Squid. And in one of your keys last week, you said the Atlanta Falcons needed to stay on schedule. Well, they did. They only really got behind the chains. and They really only got off schedule really like one time that I can remember. Other than that, they were on schedule for all of the San Francisco 49er game, it seemed like. They're going to have to do the same thing again this week because you know the best way to stop a good offense, keep them on the sidelines. So what's going to be important is I know really these past two games, the run game has kind of gotten better as the game gone, gone along and the running game has gotten better in the second half. It will be really, really nice if we can get the run game going early, keep that offense on the sideline early and never really let them find a rhythm. Keep them on the sideline long enough to where they don't really find a rhythm. And then whenever they do get the ball, hopefully it's after we're scoring touchdowns, you can get them out, you can get them back on the sideline real quick, hopefully have, you know, maybe some, so a lot of three and outs, maybe some four and outs or five and outs, you know, things like that. So to me, a big key is, you know, the defense is going to have to show up and they're going to have to be big time. And I think they can have a big day, like you said, but I think the offense controlling possession is going to be big because again, the best way to slow down a high-powered offense like the Cincinnati Bengals, don't even let them touch the football field. 